Hello and welcome to Reading in Bed Extracts with me, Amanda Steele. I'm one half of the main Reading in Bed podcast team and we don't have paid adverts on this podcast or on the main Reading in Bed podcast. So what I like to do each time I introduce the extract show, I'll ask listeners to support us in different ways and this time I'm simply asking people who are listening who enjoy the show to share the podcast with people and also to rate it if you're listening on a platform that allows you to do that. So now I'm going to get on to this episode's book, which is called This Rotten World, and it's by J.C. Morris. And I'll start by reading the blurb. A sickness runs rampant through the world. In Portland, Oregon, it is no different. As the night takes hold, eight men and women bear witness to the horror of a zombie outbreak. This Rotten World is a zombie novel that horror fans have been waiting for, where other zombie works skip over the best part of a zombie outbreak. This rotten world with revels in the downfall of humanity, dragging you through the beginnings of society's death, kicking and screaming. Here's the extract. Prologue. In the future, the sun beat down upon him. Beads of sweat ran down the sides of his face. One ran down the side of his nose and perched on the edge of his upper lip. He blew the bead of sweat into the air and grunted as he pulled on the coarse rope. His hands, now calloused and blistered after days on the roof, lumbered with robotic automaticity. His mind wandered as his body engaged in actions that had essentially become second nature. He pulled on the rope some more. In the back of his mind, he registered the coarseness of the rope on the exposed part of his hands. He had wrapped some shreds of an old shirt around his hands a few days ago, when he first began his work. His shoulders were red from exposure to the sun, in the past, he would have worried about increasing his risk of melanoma, but not anymore. Now it was perfectly fine to smoke, drink and sit in the sun for hours upon hours. Hand over hand, he hauled on the rope, leaving bits of skin and blood behind on the frayed hempen strands. Finally, he hauled his prize up onto the roof, a heavy orange bowling ball with a metallic finish, swirls upon swirls playing on its surface. It looked like a small planet sans continents. The sun let every metallic piece of glitter embedded in its plastic. The bowling ball rested in the cradle that he had fashioned out of rope. Crimson drops of gore dripped from the bowling ball onto the loose pebbles that covered the roof of the gas station. He looked into the distance, wiping the sweat from his brow. His arm dropped to his side, and the sweat that he had wiped off ran down his fingers and dripped onto the roof. He flexed his aching fingers and looked at the yellow and red gas station sign. $4.19 for a gallon of gas. He had a feeling it was actually worth a little more these days. The man pulled a cigarette from his bag that sat on the ground next to a shiny silver air conditioning vent. He lit the cigarette, looking at the naked lady lighter he had pulled from a house two weeks past. He wondered if he would ever see a naked lady again, a living one at least. He dropped to the ground and leaned his back against the air-conditioning vent. The heat of the flimsy metal burned his skin, but he no longer cared. He took a deep drag off the cigarette, enjoying the burn of the smoke as it curled its way into his lungs. He looked up at the azure sky, wishing for rain. Hell, a cloud would do just fine. Anything for a brief respite from the relentless sun. There was only one thin wisp of a cloud floating through the sky. A mocking wisp with a shape like nothing. 
He took another drag from his cigarette and closed his eyes. He awoke to the pain of burning fingers. The man tossed a cigarette across the roof and looked at his ruined digits. Red blisters and pain. Exactly what he needed. More blisters and pain. He stood up, shaking off the soreness that had seeped in unbidden during his brief respite. The man picked up the bowling ball by the rope and dangled it out over the side of the gas station roof. He peeked over the edge, already prepared for what he was about to see. Rotten faces peered up at him, scraps of flesh hanging off their cheeks. Their arms raised up to him as if they were at a concert and he was the object of their affection. But that's not how it was. He was just a meal standing on the roof of a gas station, holding a bowling ball tied up in a rope. He swung the ball in an arc, releasing it at an angle that sent it hurtling straight down. He watched it fall, tracking its movement. The zombie's head exploded like an egg. Instead of yellow yolk, red chunks of brain erupted from the shattered skull. He almost laughed as the now headless body fell over to the side, slowly like R2-D2 after one of those little creatures blasted him with electricity in the beginning of Star Wars. He would have laughed if it weren't for the fact that two more corpses were shambling down the street, ready to take up watch at the bottom of the wall, a hundred more clawed at the rough red brick of the gas station. Bodies littered the ground all around the squat building. The moans of the dead drifted through the air. He couldn't wait for the sun to kill him, but in the meantime, he pulled on the rope. The sun beat down upon him. Beads of sweat ran down the sides of his face. One ran down the side of his nose and perched on the edge of his upper lip. He blew the sweat into the air and grunted as he pulled on the coarse rope. His hands, now calloused and blistered after days on the roof, lumbered in robotic automaticity. And that's the end of this episode's extract, so if you like the sound of the book, you can buy it on Amazon, among other places, and I'll be including links to where you can buy it in the write-up. So thanks for listening, and tune in next time. Bye!